0: scream really quick? Okay, oh, yeah, ready? That does feel good. Yeah, our
2: friend uh, That's good. Our friend Lizzie Cooperman told us that her secret before going on stage and not being nervous is
0: to scream into her hands. It's it's really... That felt good. ...therapeutic. I may have damaged my instrument uh-huh. a little bit, though. <laughs> this is fucking crazy. Isn't it? tweeted a picture from the audience of the stage and the front the frontispiece looks like Beyonce from the Grammys, doesn't it? <laughs> Do you think she dressed up like the interior yeah. of the Fox Theater on She's purpose? like, make me look Give me that Fox
2: look she said <laughs> Who's here, who's from Oakland and who's from not Oakland?
1: Cheer! Either <laughs> way. There you go.
0: Ask a seven part question to kick it off we definitely want you to be yelling the whole time. Yeah. So um, let's see. Basically. <laughs> Who's from San Leandro? <laughs> Who's from Dublin? This is Karen's fucking city. Can you tell? Top of the hill, daily City, anybody? <laughs> Not me. I mean. They're from places. Anyway. Let's go. Cool. We, we don't. Oh, that was my cousin, Stevie. <laughs> oh, uh, by the way, 110 of my family members are here tonight, so.
2: I love it. I know, I looked on our guest list, and it was like, kill Gareth, kill Gareth, kill, kill Yay! Represent.
0: <laughs> we represent in the Bay. I love it. Lots of people do. Should we do a quick outfit? Um, Yes walk it across let's okay. do it look at my uh watch my
2: tights yes yes there you go those
0: are cat tights if you can't see from the balcony
2: tail in the back they're little cats no no thank you no <laughs> i got oh, a pocket dress
0: The top of my lungs.
2: We were having like a conversation backstage of like what's you know a serious one and then she goes like this and I went
0: oh pockets, like, pockets. right in the... <laughs> um, <laughs> Should we sit? Do you want me to tell you a quick story about this dress? Yes. It's gonna be fast. It's gonna be fast. Always. I'm not asking you. I'm asking her. <laughs> um, <laughs> We went to the outlet malls in Los Angeles. We went to the Kate Spade store. I walked in. I was like, I have to get, oh, really quick. (laughs) Sidebar Uh in the middle of the dress story. (laughs) Oakland, we just want you to know, this is the first night of our tour. We're starting it with you guys. Right here. Amazing, amazing. Crazy. Crazy, crazy. Anyway, I'm at the outlet malls, Kate Spade store. Had to get my tour long dress. Has to be black. That's the rule we made up that we're now stuck in permanently. It sucks. There's no black dresses. It turns out. Constantly, that are flattering. obsessively buying dra- black dresses. I go in. I see a dress. It's this one on the rack. It fits me. It's my size. It has pockets. I'm like, what the fuck? God is with me. Look at the price tag. It says $219. I was like, hey, listen, I'm going to wear it for, what, 50 shows or something like that? So, are we doing one dress for all the shows? Yes, the entire run. (laughs) Really? These dresses are going to smell so bad when we're done. It's true. Imagine. So I'm like, I hear my mother's voice in my head. It's a key piece. You're going to be able to wear it over and over again. Right, right. It's worth the money, yeah. when you spend more, you get more. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, Pat. So I take the dress up to the counter, put it on the counter. This is a classic outlet sale, uh, outlet store tale. $79, motherfuckers. Ah! Pockets, pockets, ah! pockets, 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 pockets. I'll never say what it says. She wonder she just laughed. She just kept walking. <laughs> walking down telegraph.
2: Okay. <laughs> oh okay. yeah.
0: Okay. Um, uh, let's see what else. Are what we what really else? wearing these
2: the whole thing? No, no, no. We can't.
0: Wow. That's crazy.
2: We're actually going to wear them all weekend, though. So if you see photos that look like we're, it's here and you're like, I don't remember them doing that, it's because we're not. Yeah. No.
0: <laughs> we're just going to keep wearing them up and down the coast. Yeah. But
2: they're still going to smell really bad by Monday, for sure. I mean. Well,
0: and then we can burn them in a pile. Yay! Like witches. <laughs> um. <laughs> mm. We have an uh, exclusive merch announcement. Oh, yeah. Here's why. Merch corner. Oops, the shirts got corner, corner, up. Corner, 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 everybody. <laughs> Oops, yeah. The shirts that are available tonight here at the Fox Theater in Oakland. We're going to call them exclusive. They're, we're not calling them mistake shirts. No.
2: They're exclusive. They're exclusive to this weekend. So if you were on the fence, I don't know, are people then get I mean, it's
0: weird. Get one. <laughs> Look. It doesn't need to have our name on it to make it our shirt. That's the thing.
2: And listen, it doesn't mean the name of the podcast on the front <laughs> or cares? anywhere. It doesn't mean, it on the shirt. Why reference the name of the show that the shirt belongs yeah. to? When it, you know, and on then the like tour. someone Where's will see head? you in that and like you'll know they're in the know when they're like, I know what that's from, even though it doesn't say the name of what it is <laughs> yeah. or the name of the hosts on it. Or any th- any name at all, really. Yeah. It's just some words. Yeah, it's because we knew you guys were like, you know, everyone else needs our name on it because we're going to forget.
0: So, exclusive guys. merch tonight only. Yeah. And, t- and tomorrow night. And tomorrow. Also tomorrow. Sorry. Weekend. It's a week-exclusive. It's a weekend, weekend shit merch. 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 Super special <laughs> merch.
2: Ooh. Uh, oh, and we got a cake backstage, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> Rachel's Bakery Rachel's Cakes Rachel's Cakes in Burlingame sent us it's on our Instagram now it's It's on on Instagram Instagram.
0: it's our tiered cake like they we got it backstage someone we can't talk about it now Rachel but here's (laughs) the thing someone brought in what looked like a very large hat box and mm-hmm. we're like uh, bomb, um again my theory it's full of moths we don't want that <laughs> yeah, in here it's true someone's going to <laughs> send us a box of moths I don't know why that's my fear I mean I get it it's my fear it'd be fun is it you it did it. say as it was opening
2: is it full of moths, moths.
0: <laughs> like you're not kidding I don't know what it is but that's if you want to get me and do not fucking do it <laughs> it was wonderful those
2: boxes that look like when you're waiting for your bag at the at the bag thing and you see the box and you're like what the fuck like and you're like oh I hope so like and it just keeps going around and around like kind of walking
0: away from it there's a lot of tape on that box yeah but inside turns out nope it was it's cute. Gorgeous. Tiered, what's that stuff called? Fondant. fondant that cake. you see them make on all the fancy bakery shows. And a fondant Karen and Georgia on a couch on top. With, with Elvis with a knife trying to
1: kill us.
2: <laughs> Rachel's of Burlingame. And oh. A little Mimi, all curled up, all cute, on
0: the side. On the side, (laughs) and a little box of cookies on a cake. (laughs) Like here's a cake. So cute. You you eat the cake, and then that's you eating cookies. You're pigs. (laughs) It's gorgeous. Thank you, Rachel. No, they're Elvis's cookies. Oh, I get it.
2: (laughs) I'm sorry.
0: you guys are here for listening thank you for that should we sit down <laughs> yeah. let's sit down are we gonna is but this not, correct not all forward like why have a table and then just sit out there i know i'm doing that's this that's weird we've never sat on these
2: sides before oh should we switch it around i don't know Come yeah <laughs> oh. it's just you know this is let's just make it right yeah there we go oh. what's it
0: called when you are um, so okay you know, We can't hear you and we don't want to know what you're saying That's that's not how this works That's Karen, I'm George. Oh yeah, hi, (laughs) welcome to My Favorite favorite Murder I shouldn't have done that Don't know why I did that Alright, welcome to my allergies Before we start Uh Uh-huh I do have one piece of news that might be exciting for everybody that I oh saw. Somebody tweeted it to us, secondhand from another murder Now, You can now on ways, get Dateline's Keith Morrison's voice for your GPS. <laughs> did you hear about that? I saw that. Did you listen? No, did you? No, but I want it. Could you imagine that creep telling you how to get around town? a hilarious I love it it's such a great idea is I feel like I would prefer Lieutenant Joe Kenda though that's who that would be <laughs> mine oh man really yeah he's just snow snarky the whole time he, everything would be like a thing where uh, one time I turned down this street he's like <laughs> okay Joe just trying to get to Target I bet he says I bet he says flip a UE <laughs> oh, you know instead of make a U-turn you can never go back, but turn left and... You know, <laughs> no, keep going. A lot of that kind of hardcore stuff. Um,
2: oh, God. Uh, At least it's
0: not Nancy Grace.
2: <laughs> she went there. <laughs> I, uh, okay, I have a... Can I do a new podcast, Corner, Corner, Corner? That I found? It's, it's not just... a call and response thing. I don't know wanna... what <laughs> So weird <laughs> is this the time and place to plug a new po- someone else 's podcast? Probably not right? Why not? okay um, Someone on um, Twitter told me about this, and I immediately downloaded and then list- have almost finished the entire season sure. okay it 's called stranglers
0: oh yeah yep i 've listened to it did you i 've listened to the first two. Go ahead.
2: I'm obsessed with it. I'm obsessed with it. Like the whole time I was on the plane today, like the whole plane trip, I wasn't stressed out because I was just listening to a murder thing about really gruesome murders, and it just made me feel better. So you guys should listen to it. Do you guys understand
0: that in any way? Is that something you relate to?
2: I feel like I, I don't have to explain that here.
0: Um, I've listen, I listened to that one up, the, driving up the five the last time I went home, and it started to freak me out. Dude, it's so scary. It's really... The Boston Strangler was not fucking around, everybody. He had issues. And they keep
2: doing this thing where, like, here's the suspect, They think. It's a really cool woman who's hosting it, and I feel like it's kind of, like, serial a little Very official. Very... It's really good. She knows
0: what she's doing.
2: It's produced and shit. I don't even know. Uh, And they keep going, maybe it's this suspect, and they tell you all about it, and I'm like, fuck, yeah, it's that guy. And they're like, but this guy. And I'm like, oh, shit, it's totally that guy. Yeah. so yep. I think it's like it's good. You're
0: just letting them lead you around. I love
2: it. Whatever they tell you you're gonna buy Tell me everything all yep. the gross stuff And I almost on the plane was like oh, I want to look up that crime scene photo and then I was in the middle seat
0: so.
2: <laughs> okay. It's becoming more
0: and more acceptable every day I hear don't judge me don't judge me and
2: my fucking weird
0: <laughs> shit. Oh, uh, one more thing, just okay. really quick. I, uh, so I went home really quick to Petaluma, California for to see the, oh, oh my God, what if my whole hometown came to see me at the Fox? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you hated me. Um, so I was eating breakfast with my dad. And I said to my dad, hey, do you want me to get you a murderino baseball hat? And he goes, huh, how about you... <laughs> yeah, he goes, how about, you, uh, how about you get me a shirt, but instead of a monogram, it's just got a little dead body on it. I texted her and I was like, guess what we're making next? <laughs> I'm like,
2: he just wants you to go get him a shirt somewhere else. Yeah, he, he doesn't just, even want one of your... He might just need shirts. Weirdly, my dad, he, I saw him last weekend and he pointed to his hat and it was a New York City hat. And he's like, I'm ready for my trip to New York when you go there. And I'm like, oh, cause you want to go see my show? He's just like, no, I want to go to New York. So I'm taking my dad to New York. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Marty's coming. Yeah. Nice. Yeah.
0: All right. Right. That's a good way to find out your dad's coming to your show. <laughs>
2: Um, also, they have a, this is, a, okay, they have a whole. A uh, vintage Ouija board, like, display at the SFO airport. Do I have to say SFO airport or just you say SFO? Uh, you can say whatever you want. Okay. It doesn't really matter. It's like a huge, like, a bunch of cabinets of, like, really fucking old Ouija boards and, like, the like. It's awesome. You like, can't the touch lake. them, can you? No. no.
0: Don't don't touch those. Oh, I
2: love them. <laughs> that's bad luck. Nah, yeah, luck doesn't exist.
0: Oh, that's right. <laughs> I keep
2: forgetting.
0: What else? Uh... That kind of sounds rad, actually. Um, yeah, that's gorgeous. Uh, that's it. Let's, you want to kick it off? Let's get into this thing. Yeah! Let's do it. Is it murder time?
2: If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, and June's Journey has that and more.
0: MadeInCookware.com That's
2: M-A-D-E-I-N Cookware.com Goodbye Who's first? I'm first You're first I'm first, first this week Alright, <clears throat> this is a real fun one Don't look
0: <laughs> Why do you keep <laughs> this piece of paper has been anytime it's within two feet of me she snatches it away and goes don't look because I would look I get the point of the podcast (laughs) I'm not gonna fucking sneak and read it and be like uh huh because I would
2: look I'm amazed I haven't looked at yours yet heard this already alright so let's talk about two dudes who are total pieces of shit great Also known as the Speed Freak Killers. Uh Uh-oh. Nobody. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. Nobody knows about
0: him. Okay. But the bunch of speed freaks in the audience are like, "Uh uh-oh, is it me? (laughs) (laughs) They they found me? They found him. Arrest this man. (laughs) And then they come in. That would actually be an amazing
2: end of this show. It would be like a Phil Collins concert.
0: You saw me when you were drowning and you did not lend a hand. (laughs) That's not how it goes. Um...
2: I actually, there was like a kid who drove me here from my hotel who like, and I was telling him about the podcast that I was listening to about Boston Stranglers, and he's like, never heard of them, and I'm like, oh, you're 21, and you don't know about murders. Yeah,
0: he's he's about to. Speed freak. Jared, (laughs) listen up. Was his name Jared? (laughs) Lauren Herzog and
2: Wesley Shermantine Jr. were childhood friends. They grew up on the same street, like right by each other in a farming town called Linden, California.
0: Yeah, fucked. They Hold on. They might actually just like the, the names of towns yeah. in California. Yeah. Is that what you're doing? Woo-hoo.
2: It's like those people who eat, like, they're at a restaurant and someone else is getting sung happy birthday and they have to <laughs> sing along with it, too. And you're like, too. <laughs> Okay, they grew up together, it's 95 mi- miles east of California, they were hunters, they graduated high school in 84, and they gained a reputation as meth users. Mm-hmm. Hey, me too. <laughs> um, <laughs> Not in 1984, though. It's believed that Herzog and Shermantine began murdering people when they were around 18 or 19, although it's possible it started earlier than that, mm. even. Mm-hmm. So Shermantine would brag to his friends and families about making people disappear, which is what you want in a sibling.
0: Their family's like, um, I'm going to take that in the way that I choose to <laughs> interpret <right>. it. Uh, <laughs> oh, are you a magician? You oh. can make people disappear? Fine. You have an interest that we can get into. Uh, Do you do
2: it? Do it. Um, Okay. Their first known victim was in 1985. A 16-year-old Stockton, California, girl named Chevy Wheeler disappeared. It says. Um, she had been dating and she had been dating 19-year-old Wesley and had ditched school that day to hang out with him. Don't hang out with your 19-year-old boyfriend yeah. uh, when you ditch your school,
0: ma'am. Uh, be cool, stand school. <laughs> <laughs> then you'll get to be this one. No, we dropped out of college. <laughs> we uh, <laughs> really didn't finish any school at all.
2: <laughs> uh, skin of my teeth. Okay, so then so she had been dating him she left to hang out with him um, never seen again her blood was found in his cabin that he had Um, but the district attorney didn't think the DNA evidence was definitive so
0: nope well he's the one that would know
2: (laughs) in 1984 (laughs) Now it's just splattered willy nilly blood is meaningless to me yeah I know I'm like what does it mean you know (laughs) (laughs) that could be like die Paired okay. November 4, Okay, so then in 98, so that was 85. Now we're in 98, and then Cindy Vanderheiden, she's 25 of the San Joaquin Valley, disappears from the Linden Bar Inn, which sounds like a fucking dive bar that you don't want to be in.
0: You mean if, like, in the inn, I N N, at the end of any bar, you don't go there? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Um, she had been seen talking to Lauren and Wesley, uh, and actually, Lauren had dated her older sister, so they knew each other, and supposedly they all left together. The three of them. Then her car is found by her dad the next day like outside of local cemetery. It's like a new car and the dad was like what the fuck is her car doing there and like they panic and it's really sad. Um then so she disappears and it tur- and then the cops are like wait a second. He has something to do. Wesley has something to do with Cindy's disappearance and they were like 13 years later earlier this other one they're like putting the pieces together. Um, so they, they can't get his DNA but they repossess his car when he doesn't pay for it, pay the payments and they fucking swab that shit all that meaningless DNA is suddenly relevant. suddenly it's 98 and yeah. people give a shit, hi <laughs> um okay, <laughs> can I tell you about his tattoos real quick, please Lauren had made and fueled by hate and restrained by reality, sorry say it again <laughs> made and fueled by hate And restrained by reality. That's... But but he's already killed two people? Yeah. So he's not being restrained by anything. Sounds like our government. Also... uh, That's why I whispered that.
0: I didn't know what you said. Oh, I said sounds like our government. Oh,
2: (laughs) then I get shot.
0: Send hate mail to Georgia at Georgia I just wondered what the picture underneath that phrase was like a <laughs> just like a fun like a seal with a ball on its Aww, nose or something yeah. like, I don't know like a baby chick uh, Just like the Notre Dame Irishman <laughs> <laughs> Restrained <laughs> by no. reality
2: You know it was a Tasmanian devil <laughs> and, and he's like, wearing cut off jeans Totally Yes just all mad um, He also had a tattoo on his right foot that said made the devil do it Made the devil do it? Yeah, unless, I, unless I'm, unless um, i no, I copied and pasted that. Made the devil do it. <laughs> his, so his foot made the devil do something? Apparently. The devil's like,
0: dude, I'm good. Don't involve um, me in your yeah. bullshit, the I devil can, said. I can do it without meth,
2: and so... <laughs> I don't even, um, so da-da-da, he's, okay, this motherfucker is married with two children, of course, Uh and then he offers to give DNA once they, like, start looking into Wesley, his buddy Wesley. So the police pick him up, they're gonna bring him to the station, and in the car on the way to the station, he starts fucking crying, and asks what he can do to get out
0: of this. Wait, he may have been crying about those tattoos, though.
2: (laughs) fair enough. I don't even like the Tasmanian devil anymore. (laughs) I was made by hate. (laughs) It feels bad to hate. So... He gets interrogated for seventeen hours. Confesses to the murder of Cindy. Um, he says that they, they met her at a bar. They were going to go do drugs. That Wesley did everything. Attempts to rape her. She resists. They pull over. Bad things happen. And um, he so this so is Lauren was like stabbing Cindy. Or Lauren said that when Wesley was stabbing Cindy, he said, "Just let it come natural." I know. Karen. he told detectives he told detectives that Wesley was responsible for at least 24 murders holy shit he doesn't confess to anything himself, though, and just makes it seem like he's an accomplice. Um, of course.
0: Sure. You're just standing by. Yeah, hanging just, out. A, a murder again? I wanted to yeah. go to Dave and Buster's. <laughs> God damn it.
2: He said we could go after, so I said okay. All right. So next day, Wes is arrested. Lauren keeps talking, tells him about the uh, 84 killing spree that they just shot two fucking random dudes who were like hanging out outside their car. Um, and he confesses to killing a man, a 41-year-old man named Henry Howell. He's at the side of the, his road with his broken. Car and they just go up and shoot him. It's in 1984 in Hope Valley. Um, in 2000, 34 year old Wesley goes on trial for four murders, but Lauren's confession of what happened, his 17 hour um, interrogation, is inadmissible because the tape couldn't be cross examined.
1: Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: The jury Mm -hmm. finds him guilty, though, of first-degree murder in all four cases. He's offered a deal to sentencing that the death penalty would be off the table if they told him where the bodies of Cindy and Chevy were, but he also wanted the $20,000 reward that had been offered for their whereabouts. Sure. Sure. Absolutely.
0: We found them. You should absolutely get $20,000 of the reward for finding you the murderer. You—that That is totally how it works. Exactly. Sounds like our government. Let's just keep doing it. (laughs) Let's just keep doing it all
2: night long. It's fine. We're going to Vancouver tomorrow. We can just stay there if we need to. I forgot my passport. We might might Oh, that's right. (laughs) Yeah. It's, yeah. It's really worked out. My husband is a dear, sweet angel who's FedExing things. Okay, so... Okay, the family, about the $20,000 reward, says, go fuck yourself. Yeah. No, 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 no. Good. They said... So he's sentenced to death. Then Lauren is tried for the murder of five people, including Cindy. His video is admissible now. He's found guilty of first degree and three killings, and he gets life without the possibility of parole. But wait. Nope. It gets worse. Um, in 2004, a state appeals court court Overturned Lauren's conviction, saying the police coerced his confession during the long interrogations, and they said that the police ignored his rights to remain silent, up, provided, deprived him of all this shit. A new trial order, but Herzog's lawyer worked out a plea deal with the prosecutors. Mm-hmm. He agreed to plead guilty to manslaughter um, and accessory to murder in exchange for a 14-year sentence with credit for time served. Oh. So he's out on parole on September 18, 2010. <gasps> wait a second it's 2017 yeah he goes tough, goes lives in like a shitty home they keep an eye on him he's got all this tracking device um, but don't worry you guys he kills himself yeah oh, uh, uh, that's a real applause <laughs> So he basically, when he finds out that Wesley is going to tell them where the bodies are, he's like, oh shit, and kills himself. Um, He is offered $33,000, Wesley is, by a bounty hunter to tell him where the bodies are. Whoa. I know. I think he tricked him though. So uh, let's see. He provides maps to five burial sites where his victims could be found. Um, referring to one of them as their bone yard, and they find Cindy and Chevy's bodies. Um, and there's three separate burial sites, and human remains are found there. At least 300 human bones of varying size, as well as coats, shoes, purses, and jewelry um, from a well on the land in rural North Carol- California. Uh, I thought you, for a second, I thought they fucking shipped some bones. go over here. Whew. Um, They found other remains in a well, and um, so dental records identify Cindy and Chevy, and they find almost a thousand human bone fragments in an old abandoned well, and including a woman named Joanne Hobson. She was 16 years old, went missing in 85, and uh, Wesley claims that there are as many as 72 victims. 72? In that amount of time, can you believe? Well, yeah, can you believe that? Like, this, I didn't even hear about these dudes. No, I've never heard of this. It's, I've seen their names, but actually, when I was doing this research, I had to go. Th- there's no place that just explains what happened and like who got who was dis- who disappeared. It's always like there's an article about these two women who disappeared. There's an article about him killing himself. There's like little fragments, but there's it's nothing. It's not all recent. underneath the one. No, so I had to make it. <laughs> just like. <laughs>
0: And maybe maybe make up some facts. Whatever. I
2: mean I don't know. Tattoos. You're not gonna know if he has those tattoos (laughs) or not. He's dead. Uh, That's crazy. Well that's because that's so many. I know. That's like I mean, why would you make I don't know. It's just this like well it was if it was from like eighty four to ninety eight, there's a lot of time in there. Yes. Well they also believe that he's connected they're connected. Almost uh, almost fourteen years. Is it fourteen? I don't. Um. I don't know. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they also believe that they they may be connected to the eighty eight disappearance of nine year old Michelle Garrick from Hayward. you remember mm. that one? She was abducted on November nineteenth, nineteen eighty eight, in broad daylight outside a grocery store. She found her scooter; it uh. had been moved next to a parked car, and she goes to get it. Some motherfucker grabs her and puts uh. her in the car, and the draw, the like. Um, what's it called when they draw your face? Sketch. Thank
0: you. Can I thought just, you said, what's it called when they draw on your face? I'm like, <laughs> I, falling asleep at a frat party? What the fuck is, what is this story? Composite ha- sketch of, yes. Got it, got it. So Composite the other sketch. Yes.
2: Um, and I, it looks just fucking like Lauren. Uh. Like it's just creepy. And so, um, she, her case was the first missing child case to be featured on America's Most Wanted. So Wesley, one of the speed freak dudes, wrote a letter saying that Lauren committed, No, 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 that's a copy and paste mistake, <laughs> um, that she, he said that they should look into what happened to that Hayward, Hayward girl, and they actually found shoes at the bottom of the well um, that looked like the one she was wearing that day. I know, sweet baby. Okay, so Central Valley Department destroyed a bunch of mur- missing person record though, so we might not ever know that. Wow. What? I just said wow. Oh, I thought you said what? (laughs) Oh, no, sorry. (laughs) I said wow too fast. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay. And the other suspected victims that have been, that are look like, is uh, Terry Ann Forcher from Reno, Dina McCann. She was last seen getting gas near Lodi while two men were bothering her. And then Kimberly and Billy disappeared from Stockton and uh, robin arm whose body was found stabbed to death and was last seen Getting into a car with two men and the car matched the description of Wesley's. So he's still on death row And when he got he's like opening up a lot more now and he said <laughs> it's good. I know
0: he said. He's doing some poetry and yeah, stuff, and like, like really accessing his feelings. He's
2: like doing the thing of, like, oh, yeah, I fucked up. Okay, I get it. My son won't talk to me anymore, so I know how these parents feel of losing their children. Not even fucking kidding you. Well, I mean, look. <laughs> I don't know. There's <laughs> well, nothing uh, to I to say, we but I have some wisdom from you. Look, here's uh, the look thing. meth is bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it, it really is. He says now to think about all that stuff I did, I try not to, I would have nightmares.
0: Fuck you pal night night motherfucker <laughs> Wow speed freak killers the speed freak killers everybody shit
2: yeah that's your fucking doing Northern California <laughs> you guys didn't do it
0: Murder, and here's the important note: that promo code is all lowercase. So go to shopify.com/slash/murder and take your retail business to the next level. That's shopify.com/slash/murder again. Don't forget the code is all lowercase. Goodbye.
2: All right, now I get comfy.
0: Oh, now you're gonna dig in. <laughs> yeah. Let's um. Do it. Wow. Mine also did drugs. <laughs> Um, he did it, He did a lot of drugs. Um, my guy, he doesn't really have a, a funny nickname like many of them do. Although you've probably heard of him, his name is Herbert Mullen. And Herbert Mullen, thank you. Herbert Mullen is the a serial killer from uh, it's uh, Fenton, California, near Santa Cruz, and represent go banana slugs um is right that a thing yeah this UC Santa Cruz uh, mascot is a banana no. slug yes she fucking See? with me the children, they got to vote on their own mascot. No. And, and because irony is fun, they chose a banana slug. No,
2: no. Never let children choose anything important. <clears throat> we were the, when I was in soccer, we were the teal tornado. Like, you just get to pick <laughs> your own stupid things and kids are dumb, you know? And they're like, Well, I mean, it is college. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. That's even worse.
1: <laughs> wow,
0: really? Uh, yeah. I'm disappointed. Um, they love pot. So... <laughs> Who doesn't? So uh, Herbert Mellon was the guy, you may have heard of him. It happened in the 70s. He was the one that was active at the same time as Edmund Kemper, the co-ed killer, who was also in Santa Cruz. So the Santa Cruz in the early 70s had two full-on serial killers at the same time, um, uh, earning it the nickname Murderville, USA. No. Yeah. Our own little Quaid. Santa Cruz. <laughs> Work, <It's> live, play. <laughs> Murderville, You Murder, hide, <laughs> bum out. Um, but uh, unlike uh, Edmund Kemper, Herbert Mullen was killing for our benefit. He believed that uh, he had to make human sacrifices so that earthquakes wouldn't hit California.
2: Did anyone ever tell him that earthquakes
0: are kind of fun, though? No, he's, very, he's clearly very scared of earthquakes. Idiot. He didn't want them to happen, uh, and... I'll let me tell you about him. I'll tell you a little bit about him. So he was born on April 18th, 1947, to a very strict Catholic family. Um, he was in high school. He was good-looking, athletic, and polite. <laughs> the trifecta. No. <laughs> Be careful. I'm telling you, it is not good Mm-mm. to peak in high school. Mm-mm. Psychotic or charming? Yeah. Somewhere in between is what you want. If you're hiding behind that, those the beautiful teeth, good no. luck. Yeah. Um, He was actually voted most likely to succeed. And he did, I guess. and he, well, some some saw it as a success. (laughs) Um, After graduating in 1965, he went to college, Uh, he majored in engineering, and he considered following in his father's footsteps of joining the military, Um, but uh, the turning point of his uh, otherwise normal life came around the time when his best friend uh, was killed in a car accident. And this was the first moment where he, uh, his, a, a psychotic episode was triggered. So he was right at the age where schizophrenia starts to show um, in young men and basically it was the stress and the grief. He had this psychotic episode and his behavior became to, began to change entirely. And his family started to get really scared of him. So um, his friend died. He built a shrine in his room to his friend. He started to Arranging all the furniture in his room around the shrine, and he was sit at it for hours and hours alone. Um, he had to break up with his girlfriend, explaining to her that he thought he was turning gay, um, because of the shrine. Now um, just turn into a gay. You just know? slowly turning, turning, turning. Yeah. He was going to let her know when he turned entirely, <laughs> but he didn't feel comfortable leading her on. I'm lying about all that part. Um, He became obsessed with the concept of reincarnation, and he became increasingly paranoid, and he started hearing voices. So his behavior was really scaring his family because he was starting to do super weird things like beg his sister for sex. What? So gay, such a gay move. (laughs) And he also uh, was doing a thing um, that uh, he began to compulsively imitate every movement his brother-in-law made. Oh, God. his, His sister was also married. So it was sinful uh, in many ways that he was begging her for sex. The movement was sex. Yes, yeah. Is that the move? <laughs> no, no. Just every movement. So this is actually a real disorder called echopraxia. Really? Yes. There's, uh, echopraxia is when you, in, you are, have the compulsion to imitate every single thing a person does. Like even if you don't even want to, you just have to keep You're doing it. It's a compulsion. <gasps> and echolalia sucks. is the compulsion to re- uh, repeat anything someone says. Whoa. Well, what's the compulsion to want to screw your sister? Um... <laughs> Gross. I I guess that's called Game of Thrones. (laughs) Yeah. What? What? Thank you. All the way up in the back. (laughs) Fucking (laughs) pro over here, you guys. Okay. so in the early 70s, in an attempt to calm himself, he began to take huge doses of LSD. Oh! What a perfect solution he also was taking a lot of amphetamines no! yeah just a little bit to bring him up after he went into that oh, other dimension oh, that sounds like a no for a little energy uh, i'm i'm not a doctor but <laughs> if you're feeling paranoid um think you're seeing things acid isn't the way no it's just not it's a non-solution and if you're paranoid and think you're seeing things because you're
2: on acid Math isn't the way.
0: Yeah, that's right. Let's not du- like, don't double down. No, on no, 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 it. no. Yeah, don't go no. into the white drug yeah. area. Like, pick a drug. And- no, don't do drugs, you guys. Just, don't do drugs. But if you're, but if you're gonna, <laughs> you know, listen. Yeah. You guys, you, you know, gonna- ow, you know, you know. I just hit myself in the face with the mic. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> you missed it. I wanted to tell you. That. <laughs> uh, oh, I wrote here. Maybe try some aromatic oils. <laughs>
2: So you fun. love yourself
0: at that moment? Writing that's what is you were... fun. I was having a great time drinking this huge thing of coffee. I was enjoying myself. <laughs> All right. So Herbert uh, came to believe that his friend's death had been a part of a grand cosmic plan, and he changed his college major from engineering to philosophy. He became obsessed with reincarnation, religion, and, take note, impending natural disasters. oh So... In 1969, he was finally diagnosed with severe paranoid schizophrenia, and he allowed his family to uh, commit him to Mendocino State Hospital, uh, one of the many state hospitals that doesn't exist anymore, because they cut the funding for mental health, which is fucked. Let's the see what we can do to government. fix that. America? Is your mom work? Did your mom work there? Uh, Mendocino's way up north, but okay. she did work in a state hospital, yeah. <laughs> Ref- can't let, you can't let a city go Bye. can you? Well, it's all of California has come to see us tonight. It's I so exciting. Know. I don't know a single person here, no. <laughs> There's nobody on my, no there was okay, fine. You don't know. What if you find out that you do? Um, Okay, so uh, Herbert spent the following years, um, oh, he sorry, he went to Mendocino State Hospital, I preach, 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 and then the back half of that was he checked himself out six weeks later. Um, So then he spent the following years drifting around Northern California, working small-time jobs, spending short periods of time in various mental institutions. He practiced yoga, meditation, ate a macrobiotic diet, yet he was vocally ultra-conservative. And essential oils, probably. And maybe he was using some essential oils, which was my idea. Um, he spent time as an amateur boxer. Um, Ooh, but, some, some brain injury right there. Yeah, that's tough. He actually had to be forcibly removed from the ring when he wouldn't stop beating his opponent. Oh. Hey, hey, you're an amateur. You don't have to kill yeah. that guy. Um, at one point, he attempted to join the priesthood. And they were like, no thanks. <laughs> which is really saying something. All right, so. In this time, Herbert is uh, fixating on impending natural disasters, all, of course also doing tons of acid, and he comes up with a theory. He becomes convinced that nature requires a blood sacrifice to keep the next big earthquake from hitting California. He theorized that the violence during the Vietnam War had been enough bloodshed to control earthquakes throughout the late '60s, but now that the war was over, there was nothing to stop the. Big Big, the big one from destroying the state. Um, I mean, and, how does
2: he know the percentage of blood to like the percentage of years, like the number of years?
0: You know what I mean? Because he was an engineer. No, I know. He's like a typical like, oh, actually, yeah. it's this much blood. <laughs> like, of course. How
2: so many people were killed in Vietnam, and then you calculate that? No, no me,
0: Herbert. <laughs> um. Believe that the, because his birthday was April 18th, <laughs> uh, same day as the 1906 earthquake that leveled San Francisco and the death day of Albert Einstein, um, that this made him the leader of his generation. That's all you need is that's right. Fucking- a birthday. One good birthday. Um, and as the leader, it was his job to make sure enough people die to prevent the big one from killing everyone. Um, so he had to begin murdering people for the good of mankind. Um, before that, and it, I swear to God, this, this is a classic cut and paste. Before that, <laughs> he had considered relocating to Canada. Uh, wish you'd done that.
2: I think you'd have your murder for tomorrow. That's right. I think do something else tonight. i just do Herbert Mullen
0: up there. So it turns out Herbert Mullen hates maple syrup. All right. So it starts on October 13th, 1972. Uh, Herbert Mullen is 24 years old. He drives home to visit his parents. Oh, in Felton, California. Sorry, not, not Fenton. I said Fenton. It's Felton. My apologies to the mayor and the comptroller. troller. <laughs> So, if you don't know, Felton is this tiny town, it's north of Santa Cruz on the 9, it's right in those, like, right? Give it up for the 9, everybody, one of the better small highways of California. There's redwoods everywhere. It's actually gorgeous. gorgeous. Okay. It's so gorgeous. Perfect place to put a body, I bet. (laughs) That's right. Um, It's also where I went to camp. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Camp St. Andrews.
2: Children's live bodies at a camp. I mean,
0: wait for it. Okay. Okay, so... As he's uh, driving down, he's going back to visit his parents. And he uh, later tells police that this is when he received a telepathic message from his father saying, Herb, I want you to kill me, somebody. Oh. Um, so you don't listen to your parents all your life, and this is when you're going to yeah. fucking start listening to your... Come on, Herb.
2: Dad's drinking a ham, beer at ham's <laughs> beer at home. i like, well, I don't fucking... I didn't, I didn't do it. Yeah. Don't
0: bring me into this shit. Okay. <laughs> So, Herbert Mullen's seat, as he's driving on the 9, he sees a homeless man named Lawrence White who is on the side of the road. So what he does is he pulls over and he lifts the hood of his car, feigning car trouble. Mm. And when the man comes over to ask if he needs any help, Herbert Mullen bludgeons him to death with a baseball bat (gasps) and leaves his body where it lays, and that man is found a few days later. Days. A few days later, on the
2: side of the road.
0: Yeah, because it's like mm, way up in for- Nobody goes forest there. land. Yeah, Fuck. it's remote. Ooh. So less than two weeks later, it gets worse. As should I sing the song? It gets so much worse. And it really no, thank you. I oh, thank you. But it re- but also it really does. So it's. two weeks later, Herbert picked up a hitchhiker named Mary who who is a student at UC Santa Cruz. Don't cheer for it. <laughs> He's because, listen to this, Slugs. He's, mm-mm. he stabbed her in the heart in his car. Then he brought her body into the woods no. near the roadside. He cut her open. He hanged her intestines from tree branches. <laughs> and he examined them for pollution. Yes. For fuck's sake her remains weren't found for several months. Oh. And when they were discovered, the police assumed that this murder was the work of Edmund Kemper. hmm Because, you know, they weren't like, oh, it could be another yeah. fucking serial killer in Santa Cruz. <laughs> you know, that other one. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you guys just go on that roller coaster down by the sea and relax? <laughs> All right. So, Mary Gilfoyle's murder haunted Mullins. So, to the point where on November 2nd, All Souls Day, he walked into Las Gatas Catholic Church. He took confession with Father Henry Thompson and he confessed everything. No. He, he talked about these murders in detail. But then, when he was done, a voice told him that this priest was offering himself up as a sacrifice. <gasps> I don't, I don't, how many times I have to warn you? So, <laughs> Mullen stabbed Father Tomsey to death in the confessional what? and then walked out of the church. But then how do we know that he said all that to him? Sorry? How do we know that he confessed all that to him then? He told the police everything. Oh, I get the other one, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he to- <laughs> uh, he, gotta he gotta proudly gotta told his own story at the end of this uh, insanity. Okay. So, I'll, then I'll he tries it. to enlist in the Marine Corps. A natural next step. Uh, and though he did pass both the physical and psychiatric exams, what? Yeah, <laughs> he was rejected when they brought up his arrest record and saw his history of bizarre behavior. Mm-hmm. Also, he was colorblind. <laughs> but, but, but otherwise, you're fine. And uh, that's fine. <laughs> what flat feet? Get, <laughs> Get out of <outta> here! <laughs> He later claimed that he never would have become a serial killer if he had just been accepted into the Marines.
2: Um, you've already killed three fucking
0: people, dude. It's kind of a fake excuse. <laughs> you have to admit. Maybe. So, this rejection affects him a lot to the point where he stops taking massive amounts of acid every every day. Um, but he but his uh Severe, uh, violent, paranoid schizophrenia is out of control, totally untreated. He believes that this rejection from the Marines is just another example of the conspiracy against him in his life. Mm -hmm. Um, He also accuses his parents of participating in this conspiracy. He accuses them of being, quote, killjoy reincarnationalists, (laughs) which is not a real thing. (laughs) who believed their next lives would be more enjoyable if they made the current lives of others miserable. man. Can you imagine just being
2: a parent? You're like, I want to have babies. I do, too. I love you. And then you just have this fucking asshole. Yeah.
0: You just just birth an asshole out onto the fucking table. Man. Tough. But also... It's kind of funny because then also then I just think of like when you're 13, it's just kind of a just a teenage mentality of like yeah. my parents live to make everyone else's yeah. lives awful. A
2: reincarnationist.
0: <laughs> 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 Fucking reincarnationalists. <laughs> Alright. So. Swept up in his paranoid delusions, Mullen decides to kill Jim Genera, no. his high school pot dealer. Oh. That's a weird choice. It it doesn't work that way, Herbert. <laughs> he believes that because Jim sold him pot, mm. that he was part of the plot to destroy his mind, and that he had to avenge himself. The guy's like, I fucking sold you oregano, dude. Like, yeah, damn it, that was a also, pot. Why isn't it ever your fault, Herb? Yeah. Why isn't it on you ever? All right. So around the same time. A voice told Mullen to buy a gun because it would be a cleaner way of killing people. <clears throat> I mean, I
2: guess if you're gonna go, like, never mind, I'm
0: not gonna. Um, <laughs> do it! On <laughs> um, January 25th, 1973, Herbert Mullen drove to Jim Janera's house, or where Jim Janera lived when no. they were in high school. No. Um, When he got there, he met current resident Kathy Francis. Uh, And she explained that Janera didn't live there anymore. Herbert explained that he was a friend of Jim's, and so Kathy gave gave Mullen Jim's new address. Uh. Uh, That night, Mullen drove to the Janera's new home and shot and killed Jim Janera and his wife, Joan, and then stabbed them both repeatedly (gasps) post-mortem. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, he then went back and murdered Kathy Francis.
2: No, I thought she got away.
0: And her two young sons. No. <laughs> Fuck, man. Guys, it's in the name. My favorite murder. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I, I. Oh, man. Because both Jim Genera and Kathy Francis' husband had dealt drugs at one time, the police assumed that both of the murders, being mm. the same MO, had to be drug-related. Please. Less than two weeks later, Mullen saw four teenage boys camping in Henry Cowell Redwood State Park. You been there? Oh, yeah. In fact, I didn't have time to look it up, but that might be where we went to camp. I'm not kidding. This <laughs> you serious. Well, there's a bunch of state parks, yeah. but I would like it to be. Um, <laughs> These boys were David Olegger, 18, uh, Robert Spector, 18, Brian Card, 19, and Mark Bis 15. Mullins approached them, posing as a park ranger, and told them to leave, claiming that they were polluting the park.
2: Uh-oh. There's that word again.
0: Fucking hippies. Um <laughs> When the boys dismissed him, he pulled the gun, shot them all one by one. He stole a rifle from that campsite, and then he left. Herbert Mullen's final murder took place on February 13th, 1973. Holy fuck. 73-year-old Fred Perez was gardening in his front yard. Mullen drove by and shot him with the rifle that he stole from that campsite. Luckily a neighbor witnessed the whole thing wrote down Mullen's license plate number called the police and Herbert Mullen was arrested shortly thereafter With no incident It is a nice feeling isn't it? Yeah They got him and he was arrested without incident. He was just like yep. All right. We're done here Wow, but then they get to the police station. This is kind of my favorite part. Okay, they get to the police station and Mullen was totally uncooperative His response to every question the police asked was, Silence! Oh. Which you have to admit would be kind of fun if you got arrested. (laughs) Yeah. the police were like, where were you on that? Silence! I'm going to try it next time I get arrested, I think. (laughs) Or really, anytime. I mean. You're welcome, to. Thank you. Um, So... Uh, when Edmund Kemper, the co-ed killer, was arrested, he and Mullen were briefly held in adjoining cells. Santa Cruz. Besties. Santa Cruz, best friends, killing all around the forest. You think they blood brothers, but through the... fake... Yeah. Yeah. Keep it up. Keep it up, you fucking psycho. <laughs> Kemper actually accused Mullen of stealing his dump sites, which is... Hey, I
2: didn't know that you... Ed, relax,
0: he didn't even use dump sites, you fucking idiot. (laughs) There's
2: enough for everyone.
0: (laughs) Eventually, Herbert Mullen confessed to all 13 murders, explaining to police that these human sacrifices were necessary for earthquake prevention. (laughs) Only you can prevent forest fires, he said. (laughs) to The police uh, uh. and then he yelled, Silence! <laughs> Is that how they came up with the only you can prevent
2: <laughs> forest fire? Forest fire. Like, oh, did you know that was. A... He looked a little bit like a bear Aww. and they were like,
0: Hold on. And he was naked from the waist down <laughs> with, like, with a hat on. <laughs> really deep voice. <laughs> he also claimed that he had telepathically asked those four boys at the campsite if he could kill them and that they'd all given him permission. Ah.
2: Uh. At least two of them would have been like, "Fuck no!" Uh,
0: You know? Yeah, that's that's when the police began to beat him senseless. Really? It's it's not on the internet anywhere, but we can pretty much be Uh, assured. Okay. (laughs) In the end, Mullen was found guilty of two. Two counts of first degree murder because they proved that Kathy Francis and Jim Janero's murders were premeditated, mm-hmm. but everything else, they could not prove that also because he was so insane. So he had eight counts of second degree murder. Fuck. He was sentenced to life in prison. He will be eligible for, no. parole, for parole in 2021 when he is 74 no. years old. No. I doubt it all work I doubt it'll work out (laughs) probably not but you know um yeah that's it (laughs) that's all
2: pretty good right listen don't go off your meds everyone (laughs) no I don't care what the fucking specter of your dad is telling you yeah
0: don't go off your meds yeah If you hear voices, and I mean like even if there's there's someone standing behind you in line (laughs) talking, get on those meds. Yep, I agree. Fuck. I agree. Um, I think we have time to do a hometown murder. I think so too. Now here's the cool part. We know who we're going to pick. Yeah. Because her name is Chloe. Yeah. Chloe? Where are you? No? Oh, she was fucking lying. She was fucking it, with it, us. Is there any way to bring these lights up a little bit? Chloe, you said you were going to be at the back of the orchestra pit. That's what this is, I think, right? I hear her. There
2: she Chloe.
0: Chloe, do, you, kn- Chloe, do Chloe. you know what an orchestra pit is? Because if you're yelling from anywhere that's <laughs> here she comes. not here. Did we forget
2: to tell them Chloe. that we're going to have someone from the Chloe, audience? Chloe, you're format? from Oakland.
0: There she is. Ah, ha, ha. There she is. Did she have a mic? Can you? Yeah, yeah, go over there. Look over there. Look at that girl in the plaid shirt. Chloe, Turn listen out. to my voice. See that girl that's waving her arms? Get. Go to her. <laughs> Jesus oh no. Christ. We rehearsed this 15 times. <laughs> Oh that poor baby. <laughs> <laughs> if she wasn't nervous before, like oh, yeah. at this Now we really shoes. built it up. Now I'm mad at her. Get out here, <laughs> god damn it. These people are waiting. Yay. Yeah. yeah. Come on. <laughs> hey. You're fine. It's fine. Okay, yeah. I'm just throw up. <laughs> yeah, so am I.
1: Georgia. That's your- Georgia. That's <laughs> Chloe. I love you so much. <laughs> Are you really Chloe? Uh, yes, I am. Okay. Chloe tweeted at us. It's right? fine. I just signed up for Twitter yesterday. Oh, my God.
2: Let's get her some followers. What's your handle? Oh
1: God. What's your handle? We'll get Chloe. you some followers. Chloe Doors is my name. D-O-O-R-S? It's R-E-S. Oh.
2: That's a- there's a couple. Holy there she shit. goes. She's going to have yeah. at least 2,000 followers oh, okay. by tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> Here, so let's
0: center up. Let's center okay. up, Chloe. None of this is real, so don't Let's hurt. get a nice stage picture. Thank Chloe, you God, be in the middle. I can't
1: see any okay. of you. Yeah, yeah I know, fine. right?
0: Just don't look at them.
1: Um, I. Really-
0: okay. <laughs> You have a hometown murder for us. I wrote us. it
1: down. You, really? <laughs> uh, yeah. I can't do this. Okay, all right. I got it. read it. All right. I mean, we wish you would have memorized it. That's what we do. <laughs> just wing it. Yeah. I'd like to pull a Van Morrison and just face the back of the stage <laughs> right it. now. That's I'm badass. It. Yes. Radio. Here we Stare go. Stare at my back while I tell you this story. We can okay. all do it. We oh can all do. Okay, right. wait. Let's really quick. Okay. Where are you from? I'm from Fairfax. They, they love Fairfax. Yay. Yeah. A tiny, tiny town in Marin, not yeah. far from Petaluma. That's right. Who are you here with? This is why I tweeted you avidly. Okay. Fairfax. Anyway. Um, Who are you here with? Uh, I'm here with my husband. Ah. Hi. Luke and my good friend Katie. I can't see you guys. I'm pointing. Yeah, like I can I see point you. Just it. It's fine. Yeah. Yay. All right. See you guys tomorrow. I'm going to hang out with Karen in Georgia tonight. <laughs> no, cake. she's
0: not. We all get cake.
1: <laughs> oh, I uh Oh, I am. Okay, so let's hear this hometown story. Is this a okay. Fairfax murder? No, it's very close. Tara Linda. Okay. It's... <laughs> Yeah. Tara Linda. Yes. Super creepy. Um, this is called The Barbecue Murders. I'm not fucking with you. I wrote it down. I'm All right. I'm terrified okay. right now. Just read it. <laughs> um, Tara Linda is like a weird suburban colony of San Rafael. It's not a town. It's We're where the mall call. is. It's yeah. where you go to go to the mall. That's right. Uh, it's eerie. It's super weird there. So um, I'm just going to read because I will start talking and barfing all over you guys. it <laughs> would be kind of cool. That's what our podcast um, motto is. Uh, We're super punk rock like that. I was, <laughs> I was born in 1982. So <laughs> it's clearly this is not about you. So. <laughs> it was a rainy day in October. Let's just sit there. <laughs> Um, there's this thing about Tara Linda: It just feels like it was stuck in the '80s. It's mm-hmm. like you go there to go to the mall, and it's the '80s, and it's creepy. And there's a Kaiser up on and the there's hill. There's a Kaiser and wow. mall. That's all that there is there. Yeah. And a bunch of and a bunch of tract housing and like a sizzler. Yeah. Um, I used to get my
0: allergy shots at that Kaiser three times
1: a did week. Did you really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um anyway, uh this really horrible double murder happened there in 1975. Okay. Uh here come my notes. Let's hear them. Um by a 16-year-old girl named Mal- Marlene Olive and her fucking loser boyfriend named Chuck. Chuck. Oh. <laughs> yeah he was 20 she was 16 and he was 20 <laughs> uh, every, it was the 70s every no. 20
0: year old in the 70s was named chuck
1: and, and dating a 16 and a year old yeah. yeah yeah he this is the guy that sold drugs to the high school kids not for money but to be cool yeah yeah and remember we, we were just all just like oh my fact, god or are you just theorizing no, i got that off wikipedia okay you okay, know. okay okay <laughs> girl you know okay um, anyway, they started dating, and uh, Marlene was really troubled, and she was adopted, and she found out when she was really young that she was adopted on accident, so she was all kinds of fucked up. And
2: um, she wasn't adopted on accident. She was adopted, no. and she found out. Thank on accident, you. Yes? She found okay. out on accident. I heard some gasps. Like what clarification. The
1: fuck? Oh, <laughs> we have a kid now. So no, we have to keep her. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: oh, I brought the wrong, we got the wrong luggage at the airport. Oh well. Oh wow. Uh, it, it, she had a great relationship with her adoptive father, but her adoptive mother was a schizophrenic alcoholic who Ooh. was psychotic Ugh. and was really mean to her and basically told her that her birth mom was a prostitute and that she was going to be one too. and All the stuff that makes you fucked up. I mean, yeah. yes. I never, and then young Marlene
0: yelled back, sex worker. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It was the 70s. It was the 70s. And needless to say, it was the 70s. Marlene got super into the occult. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, It's not real. And doing lots of drugs. And uh, she hated her mom, obviously, because she was crazy and super mean. And she decided that her parents had to die. Mm. Uh, (laughs) And she also decided that her loser boyfriend had to be the one to kill them. Mm. Oh, that's a good call, actually. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Keep your hands clean, Marlene. Right? I mean, you gotta be 16, 16, Not so dumb. Anyway, she had all the control in the relationship, obviously, because he agreed to do it. So one day, she leaves the house with her dad, and Chuck sneaks in and kills Naomi, her mom, uh. with a hammer Ooh. Ooh. and a knife oh. and um, some other stuff. And then, uh, and then Marlene's dad, Jim, comes home, finds Chuck, and uh, Chuck shoots him <gasps> as well. So both parents are dead. Oh, no. Um, mission accomplished. Yeah. And that's the end of it? The- yeah. uh, so Chuck and Marlene clean up the place and take the bodies to this beautiful state park in San Rafael called China Camp. China Camp, Yeah. I've had a Mickey's big mouth or two there myself. Oh my God. Like <laughs> gorgeous. Gorgeous. Yeah. I can't go there ever again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also just the FYI the barbecue pit that they Set the parents on fire and has been removed. So don't try to find it. Yeah, don't worry about it. You're like, why does Um, this burger taste? (laughs) (laughs) Hence the barbecue. Yeah. So Uh, I'm a vegan. (laughs) Set set mom and dad on fire. Went home. Kind of right after they did that because. Like logic left,
0: left them burning.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, and then they went to go uh, live in the Olives' home for about three days. Wow. The plan was to uh, wait until the parents were pronounced dead, and they collected the life yeah. insurance, and then they could go move to Ecuador. Yeah. It's so simple as their, that. Live their lives. I can't imagine that plan didn't involve a <laughs> joint at some point. <laughs> Apparently, they went to a Yes concert. <laughs> oh my God. Do
2: not blame During this on Yes. That time. Do not blame the. I don't even
1: care. I don't even. Yeah. Anyway, they were caught, of course, because uh, they're idiots. He's in prison for life. She went to some juvenile something. She was 15 or 16. Uh, she was released after two years, moved to LA. Came some superstar in the um like oh, forgery. She did a lot of oh, forgery. Oh yeah. And big you time. now know big her. Big Gwyneth
2: Paltrow. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's where you were going.
1: She's a superstar. Don't say anything. The similarities are uncanny. Yeah. Uncanny. We all have pasts Exactly. <laughs> um I quickly have two connections to this murder Ooh. besides just being a super weird kid and totally obsessed with this at the age of 10. I, I, the, the, there, I made my mom drive me to the house that it happened in, so I got. <laughs> <laughs> when so you cute. were 10. Oh, yes. That's and awesome. your mom did it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. I, she was like secretly, I think, kind of into it. She, even though She, she was, was like, this is weird. But if now, I had a 10-year-old, like, everyone like that. says that. Yeah, yeah. She, was weird. she was into it. We drove by. Um, but the really creepy <laughs> thing is that when I was 13, I started babysitting for a family about a block away from that house. And it's all tract housing there. So all the houses are the same. In the best-selling uh, true crime book by Richard Levine about this story called Bad blood. A Marin County family murder. Oh, Oh. so there's a colon at the end of blood. Okay. Uh, He draws a layout of the home where both of these parents were murdered. And it's exactly the same as the house that I used to babysit in. And I just remember being 13 and, like, putting these kids down and walking around and being like, This is where this happened. I'm scintillated and excited and terrified. Pretty much everything I'm feeling right now. (laughs) I'm done. That's it.
0: Done. So, so, so good. Yeah. Really good. From a tweet. We trusted the tweet. Chloe. I mean you just tell her to go away. What's that? That's nothing.
2: <laughs> that was magical. Yeah. I love when that happens and it's not like some w-
0: weird person. I know. You know. It never is. No. I mean, we've done it twice. So it's yeah, fun. it's true. That is true. Uh, I just like that. What if if we didn't, if we were just like, forget it, we're not going to do that? And then she would have that little folded up oh, piece of paper in her pocket. Oh, but that's not what happened, everybody.
2: It's like, it's someone good else
0: time. now.
2: Oh, really? <laughs> Stephen offered to drive up from Los Angeles to bring my passport. Oh,
0: my. Okay. <laughs> I tell you what ever since Stephen has been promoted from just like the guy that records our podcast yeah. so we don't have to like move the dials and stuff we were like Stephen you please help us with these emails and he's like okay I totally will he's completely organized yeah. all of our hometown yeah. murder emails but now he's turned into like the super assistant yeah. where like <laughs> like what did he say he was like <laughs> he said, <laughs> what do you my text him it yes. he
2: was like <laughs> hey I just want to let you know uh, you're on your way to a hotel and they have a printer so if you need to print out your story that it's there and I'm like
0: I know how fucking hotels work Stephen. he's it's doing nice. he's like calling hotels yes I need to Isn't speak to the business sweet? center please <laughs>
2: do you have paper she likes this kind of grain <laughs> don't look her in the eye when she goes into the business center <laughs> I actually didn't print it up there and I was going to send it to them but it said speed freak killers the name of the <laughs> documents so I was like I'm going to at the venue just a little paperwork for my job yeah so yes hi to Stephen Ray Morris for being an angel baby Stephen Ray
0: Morris yeah you know who else is the best the Fox Theater in Oakland California thank you guys so much thank you all so much this is amazing we love you for coming here thank you we love you for getting tickets and fucking being a part of our world first night of our tour You know what? Stay sexy. And Joe-